segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so this week, we're going to go over some, I guess, mat- some matchups from Thursday. Uh, take a look at some, I guess, some uh, pickups that you can pick up, and then we'll look at uh, some Friday um, matchups as well, and then we'll look at the preview for Saturday. All right, sounds good. Let's get into it. All right, so let's start with uh, Anaheim versus the Canadians. Um, it was a really close game. Um, Canadians tried to come back, but unfortunately, uh, the Ducks were able to hold on to their lead. Uh, we had three goals by Anaheim in the first period by Sam Carrick, Cam Fowler, and Troy Terry. In the second period, we had uh, two goals for the Canadians by Jake Evans and Arturi Lekkinen. And then two goals by Trevor Zagres for Anaheim. Then in the third period, we have um, Jake Evans and uh, Laurent Dauphin, uh, two goals from Montreal. And, uh, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, this game was interesting. I think at the end of the second period, Anaheim was up like 5-2 to two or something. And then Montreal pretty much came back in the third and made it interesting. Uh, it was nice to see Trevor Zagres get two goals for Anaheim. One of them was actually a lacrosse style goal that he picked up and put uh, into the net, which was pretty cool. Um, I think he has a lacrosse assist and a lacrosse goal at this point. So he's just doing crazy things as a rookie. He might even win rookie of the year this year. So yeah, really impressive. Good to see the Ducks getting back on track. They've been struggling a little bit. Looks like they're a lot healthier. So hopefully they can uh, get back. And then as for Montreal, I guess more of the same. They only have eight wins on the year pretty much halfway through the season. Yeah, I don't really see um, a solution for them at this point. It's more like, um, see you next year. Yeah, I guess on the bright side, um, they were able to kind of push the Ducks pretty much to the limit. It was only one goal difference, so at least they have that. Yeah, I mean, uh, good effort there uh, to sort of try and come back from Montreal. Sure. And moving on to the next game we have, Another uh, really close game went all the way down to a shootout. Um, the Hurricanes were able to come up on, on top against the Senators. No goals in the first period. Um, in the second period, we had a goal by Derek Stepin for Carolina and Nick Paul for Ottawa. And in the third period, we had um, Alex Formentin uh, for Ottawa and Nito Niederreiter for Carolina. And uh, What are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, this game was closer than I expected. I really expected Carolina to dominate here, but Ottawa was at home. They were able to keep it close. Came down to a shootout. Andre Svechnikov was the only one able to score uh, in the shootout for Carolina, so they got a huge win there. Yeah, um, Freddie Anderson really solid in that for Carolina. He stopped every shot in the shootout, um, plus 37 additional saves in the rest of the game. So, yeah, 40 saves in total for him. Uh, just playing really solid. This Carolina team, dude, just been solid all year. They only have nine regulation losses on the entire season, which is pretty insane. Um, and then as for Ottawa, they have been better lately, still very up and down, still not going to be a playoff team most likely this year. Uh, it's great to see, I guess, them showcasing a lot of the young players, guys like Alice, Alex Fermentin scoring goals. Uh, yeah, it's really nice to see for sure. Yeah, 
wonder if Carolina is going to set like a, a regular season record or something. Yeah, they're uh, definitely going to be up there. I don't know if they'll be able to sort of reach what Tampa Bay had. I want to say three years ago it was, the 2018-19 season. I think they got close to breaking the record. So Carolina might be close to that. I don't know if they'll quite reach Tampa Bay because that was a pretty historic season for them. So, yeah, Carolina is still looking really impressive so far. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have uh, New Jersey versus uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was able to come out on top again in the third period. It was a really close game by about one goal. We have uh, Damon uh, Severson in the first period for New Jersey. In the second period, we have um, Alex Killorn and uh, Matthew Joseph for uh, Tampa Bay. And in the third period, we have um, Anthony Sorelli for Tampa Bay and Jack Hughes for New Jersey. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, they were clearly the better team in this game. Um, you know, they, they won at home. It's not the biggest win, but a win's a win at this point. Tampa Bay is pretty much rolling. They have a similar record similar record to Carolina, so playing very well this year. New Jersey, they're sort of in that same spot as Ottawa. They have a lot of young talent, but they've been very up and down. More downs than up recently, so yeah, they've gone through a tough stretch here. Um, they might have even been playing like a third string goalie or something like that in this game. I have no idea because they've they've had so many goalies rotating through um, their net. So, yeah, at this point, uh, it's probably looking at um, the season next year at this point for New Jersey. Um, just getting a lot of the young players in the action. Guys like Jack Hughes scoring. Always nice to see him develop. So, um, yeah, good on Tampa Bay for getting the win here. Sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have a really impressive game um, by Florida. They were able to um, beat a Vegas by three goals, which is really impressive. Um, we have Zach Whitecloud um, for Vegas in the first period, which ba with basically their only goal of the game. Um, we have Alexander Barkov in the first period for Florida. In the second period, we have uh, Sam Bennett for Florida. And in the third period, we have Mason Marchmont and Sam Bennett in the third period as well. And uh, what are your thoughts about this game? I see at this point, Florida, they just can't lose at home pretty much. I think they only have like three losses at home on the entire season. They're pretty insane. No matter who's playing goal, uh, no, mat <laughs> no matter who's in the lineup, like this Florida team, they're just really impressive. I guess as for Vegas, not the best night for them. Um, they just weren't able to get things going scoring wise. They got one goal early, just really weren't able to get much done. And then, yeah, Sam Bennett has looked pretty impressive lately. He's scoring a lot for them. So yeah, good for Florida for getting this win. Yeah. It looks like, um, Florida is kind of looking like the fortress of the East right now. Yeah. At this point, um, Vegas isn't even the fortress anymore because they have a better road record than home record this year. So yeah. Uh, Vegas, uh, yeah, I assumed that Vegas would be able to get it done on the road because they have been so impressive, but Florida's home record just pretty much stood in their way. So, yeah, like I said, good for Florida. For sure. And moving on to the next game, we have um, impressive game by the Kings. They were able to uh, keep their lead against the Islanders and uh, win in the third period. We have uh, Quentin Byfield in the first for LA. And in the second period, we have Andreas Atanasio for um, Los Angeles in the second. In the third period, we had Matthew Barzo and Casey 
uh, Jazikas for uh, New York, and we have Adrian Kemp for LA in the third. And so what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, it's nice to see former second overall pick Quinn Byfield get his first NHL goal. Um, yeah, really nice to see Kings. They've just been playing pretty well lately. I believe they're like second or third in the Pacific Division at this point, looking like if they can sort of hold on to this really good uh, play that they've been playing that, you know, they have a chance of making the playoffs. So, yeah, great for the Kings. And as for the Islanders, I mean, there are they are at 500 right now. But with how good the East has been this year, I just really don't see the Islanders getting into the playoffs at this point. I think it's pretty much, uh, you know, uh, it's time to sort of look for next year for them. Um, they got to improve their goal scoring. Uh, it's definitely been a problem with them for years. I know they've had good goaltending. They've had good coaching. It's gotten them through. But for them to get over the hump well, to make the playoffs and then sort of go deep uh, again, they're going to need some goal scoring. So, uh, yeah, good on the Kings for this win. Definitely impressive. Sure. And I guess um, last season, New York was able to kind of use their defense, turn it into offense. But I guess this season, it just hasn't really worked out. Yeah, I mean, you can only do that for so long, right? At some point, you got to be able to score. And it, it just hasn't been happening for them. Sure. And speaking of scoring, um, Seattle was able to outscore the Penguins in overtime. So a uh, really impressive game by the Kraken. Um, no goals in the first or second period. Uh, we have Evgeny Malkin for Pittsburgh in the third and Jared McCann for Seattle in the third. And Adam Larson was able to clutch the game out for Seattle in overtime. Uh, what are your thoughts about this game? I think this is the first ever overtime win in Seattle history. So congrats to them for getting it done. And I think they've beaten Pittsburgh twice this year, which is pretty impressive as well. So yeah, good for Seattle. This is probably just an off night for Pittsburgh. Um, most likely they'll be able to bounce back. I believe they're playing Friday night against Detroit. So uh, from what I saw, they were tied against Detroit. So hopefully, you know, if, they, if that one goes to overtime, they don't lose that one as well. But yeah, Pittsburgh, they've, they've been pretty hot lately. I wouldn't really read into this too much. And then as for Seattle, they haven't been getting a lot of wins lately, so it's nice to see them get one here. Yeah, it's always nice to, I guess, see the underdog get a win. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have uh, New York Rangers against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, it's a really impressive game by the Blue Jackets. They were able to win 5-3. Um, we have Artemi Panarin and Zaparkley Goudreau for the Rangers in the first period. And we have Gustav Nyquist and Owen Jenner for Columbus in the first as well. In the second period, we have uh, Sean Cry and uh, Owen Jenner for Columbus. And in the third period, we have uh, Mika Zibanejad for the Rangers and uh, Sean Cry and for Columbus. And uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, upset here. Uh, for the Columbus Blue Jackets, obviously stud defenseman for the Rangers. Adam Fox leaves in the middle of the game with an injury, which really didn't help them out. Uh, good to see guys like Sean Crowley and Boone Jenner getting two goals each. Um, yeah, these are guys that are like, uh, you know, big body guys, um, ground gr uh, ground and pound kind of guys. You know, they get uh, they grind for goals. Um, it's nice to see them, you know, put a couple each in the back of the net. Um, yeah, Columbus, they've been up and down lately. 
Uh, more downs than up as of recently as the records dip below 500. It's great to see them beat New York. And then, yeah, as for the Rangers, it's just one down game. Um, I believe um, uh, last time I checked in the Friday game, they were winning. So, um, yeah, they, they're, they I guess, trying to bounce back after this loss. Sure. And I guess speaking of a loss, unfortunately, Calgary um, had a pretty heavy loss against the St. Louis Blues. Um, it was basically 5-1, so kind of unfortunate for Calgary. Um, Brandon Satin, Braden Shen were able to get some goals uh, for St. Louis in the first, and uh, Michael Backlund was able to get a goal for uh, Calgary in the first. And in the second period, uh, Brandon Sad got a goal for St. Louis, and in the third, uh, Jordan Cairo and Ryan O'Reilly were able to get some goals for St. Louis. Uh, no other goals for Calgary. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the last time these two teams played, Calgary won like seven to one. And that was in Calgary. So pretty much this is the other way around. They go to St. Louis and yeah, St. Louis just dominates them. So it seems like between these two teams, whoever plays at home, they have the dominating performance. Yeah, great on St. Louis for bouncing back um, and getting the win. Um, I think yeah, the backup goalie. I don't even know if he's a backup goalie anymore with how well he's playing. Uh, Vili Huso for St. Louis. He's like 6-0 and in the month of January. Really impressive. And yeah, I mean, um, as for Calgary, they've been up and down. Um, like St. Louis is probably the better team between the two. Although I feel like Calgary could be playing better. So yeah, um, hopefully these two teams can sort of progress. And as for Calgary, hopefully they can make the playoffs. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game we have, the Canucks, the Canucks beating um, the Winnipeg Jets 5-1, so really impressive by Vancouver. Um, we have JT Miller for Vancouver in the first period and Andrew Cobb for Winnipeg with the only goal um, for them in the game in the first. And JT Miller with two goals in the second and uh, Brock Boser and Elias Pete, uh, Pedersen for Vancouver in the third. What are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, all the guns came out to play for Vancouver. JT Miller got a hat trick. Brock Besser scored. Uh, Elias Pettersson scored. Um, at this point, yeah, Vancouver, they've needed more offense for so many games now. They finally get it. I believe that, you know, they're – I think they might even be ahead of the Jets now in the standings, which is pretty impressive. Winnipeg, they've lost like six games in a row. They're really in a downward spiral. Not looking good for either of these two teams, but the Canucks hopefully are turning things around. They have players coming back from like injury and COVID and stuff. So yeah, I think I, I have more faith in Vancouver right now than I do with Winnipeg. I feel like Winnipeg, I don't know what's up with them, what they need to do, what they need to change. Uh, they changed their head coach. It still hasn't worked. Um, at this point, I really just don't know what to say about the Jets. They got to find a way to turn things around if they want to make the playoffs. It's kind of unfortunate, especially with a losing streak like that. So I'm guessing um, if they don't really make the playoffs, they're probably going to, I guess, shake some things up. Yeah, absolutely. Players are going to be traded for sure. They're going to probably try and sign some free agents, draft some players. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And uh, moving on to the next game, uh, we have um, another game going all the way to a, to a shootout. Um, the Oilers were able to beat Nashville basically in a shootout. So all the way down to the wire. Uh, Philip Forsberg in the first for Nashville. Connor McDavid for the Oilers in the first. And in the second period, we have Matt Duchesne 
for Nashville and Evan Bouchard for the Oilers. No goals in the third period or an overtime. Um, what What are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, um, I think Edmonton's won like three in a row. Uh, Connor McDavid getting the game winner in the shootout, pretty impressive goal. Um, yeah, they've been trying to turn things around. Had a really bad December, really bad January for the Oilers. Hopefully, as they get towards February, they can sort of turn around their play. Um, yeah, they just sent forward Evander Kane as well. Um, so, you know, they're, they're really looking to, to beef up their team um, and try and make a run for the playoffs as they've sort of dropped out of the race a little bit. So um, still have a winning record, uh, still playing pretty decent hockey as of late with three wins in a row. So, um, yeah, uh, nice to see the Oilers uh, turning things around. And then, yeah, as for Nashville, they've been pretty solid every like for, for most of this year. Um, honestly, don't know what to say. Maybe they'll just bounce back in the next game. They're still a very good team. I think both Edmonton and Nashville are really good teams overall. I mean, Edmonton, they have a really good offense. So I think that's probably going to be enough to push a lot of teams. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess looking at some of Friday's games, um, it looks like they're um, all still going on. Uh, currently, Detroit and Pittsburgh are tied 2-2 in the third. Um, the Rangers are up 2-0 in the second against the Wilds. Uh, Columbus and Chicago are tied with no goals each. Same uh, with Boston and Arizona, and Washington is up 2-0 against Dallas in the first. So we won't really be covering um, those games. So I guess we can move on to the pickups and starting with forwards, who you have? All right, so for fantasy forward pickups for the week, I'll start with Boone Jenner um, from the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know we talked about him having that two-goal game, uh, really impressive. Uh, he's just been a great category coverage type of guy. I believe he plays center and left wing in Yahoo leagues. Um, so definitely uh, go pick him up. Can pretty much chip in every category. He's getting goals. He's getting hits. He's getting shots. So um, definitely take a look at Boone Jenner. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed with his production. And yeah, he's not even 40% rostered. So that's also pretty impressive. Uh, my next four pickup is Alex Tuck from the Buffalo Sabres. He's only around 30% rostered. He plays both wing spots. Um, and he's just been so solid. Um, I think over uh, this season, he's got like 10 points. Um, in you know, he's almost a point-per-game player. Uh, he's plus three on a pretty bad Buffalo team, which is also very impressive. He's had two power play points, 22 shots, and 13 hits on the year. Um, really good production. Go pick up Alex Tuck. And then my last forward, like I mentioned, is Evander Kane. Um, I know he was under 50% rostered at one point. He might be over that now. Um, the Oilers just signed him. He's another one of those category coverage guys. He's going to get you goals, shots, hits, all that stuff. So if uh, he is available in your league, he might not be anymore as his roster rate jumped up like over 20% over the last day. So, um, yeah, go pick up Evander Kane. I guess for forwards, um, I think people can take a look at um, Robert Thomas um, for St. Louis. He's a more, of, I guess, like a specialist in assists. He gets a crazy number of assists. I think he has 27 so far, which is really impressive. He's plus six with 52 shots. His uh, goal scoring is a little bit low, but if you need um, the other three categories, he can um, get those for you. 
And I guess the next guy that I think people could take a look at would be um, Anthony Sorelli for Tampa Bay. Um, really good stats overall, 38% roster. Um, he has 12 goals, 15 assists. He has plus 10 with 79 shots. So um, I don't know how long he's going to be 38% rostered. I think he should be available in most leagues still. So you should definitely pick him up as well. And I guess for my third forward, I think people can take a look at um, Cage Thompson for the Buffalo Sabres. Um, he has some pretty impressive stats overall, 14 goals, 14 assists, 122 shots. He's been getting some hits lately. Um, his plus minus is a little bit low because he's um, on Buffalo, but um, his other stats, I think, make up for it. Well, 33% rostered right now, so should be available in most leagues as well. And uh, I guess that's about it forward. So who do you have for defense? Yeah, so for defense, I have uh, Damon Severson for New Jersey. It's under 20% rosters. So you can probably get him in most leagues. Um, he's been, I guess, filling in top minutes uh, to replace Dougie Hamilton because of his injury. And I think it, what, what is it, in his last four games, he's had like six points or something crazy like that. Uh, his plus minus kind of bad because he's playing for New Jersey. He has been a minus four over that stretch. Don't sweat it too much unless you're you're really uh, down in that category. He's had a power play point in every single game, which is really insane when it comes to defensemen. Um, he's had uh, an average of three or more shots in, in those games, and he's averaged two hits per game uh, pretty much over that stretch as well. So covering almost every single category, definitely go add this guy while he's still under 20% rostered. And then for my next defenseman pick, I have Evan Bouchard from the Edmonton Oilers. It's around 45% rosters. People have been picking him up. Um, he's had, what, three goals in his past three games for a defenseman that's pretty good. Um, two power play points over that stretch. Um, and, yeah, um, I think he's had, like, almost four shots every game um, and five hits over that span as well. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely take a look at Evan Bouchard. He's pretty much covering a lot of good categories for defense. And yeah, I'll get it back to you for your defense picks. Sure. I guess um, I have some more deeply picks for defense, but I'll start with Dmitry Kulikov uh, for Minnesota. He's about 1% rostered, so he's available in pretty much every league. Not really an offensive defenseman. Uh, he only has three goals and 25 shots, but again, he gets a decent amount of hits. He has 11 assists and it's plus nine, so um, assists, hits are. Um, plus minus, you can pick him up for that, especially in a deep league. And I guess my uh, next pickup would be Hampus Lindholm for the Anaheim Ducks. Um, he has five goals, 14 assists. He's plus six with 89 shots so far, about 21% roster. So I think if you're in a deep league, you should probably take a look at him because um, his ownership went up by about 10%. So in a deep league, you might want to pick him up now before I guess for goalies, who do you have? Yeah, so for goalies, I have James Reimer from the San Jose Sharks. Uh, he's been pretty impressive. Uh, two wins over his past three starts. I know he did have that one bad outing against Tampa Bay. That was sort of a one-off. He bounced back right away and beat the Washington Capitals in the next game, only allowing one goal and stopping 32 shots in that game. So, um, 
yeah, when he, when he has a high volume of shots, he seems to play very well. Obviously, Tampa Bay just had his number for some reason. That game looks like it's going to be a one-off because Reimer's been impressive all year. And somehow he's still under 50% rostered being the starter for the San Jose Sharks, which are a fringe playoff team at this point. So, yeah, go pick up Reimer if you need goaltending help in fantasy. Sure. And I guess uh, for my goal, goaltender, um, I think people could take a look at Braden Holtby. He's about 46% rostered, so there's a chance that he might not be available soon. He has nine wins for the season. Save percent is 0.117. His goals against average is about uh, 2.6, but he had three wins in the last three games that he played. So he's been playing pretty hot right now. So I think uh, people can definitely take a look at it. And uh, I guess that concludes the pickup portion of the podcast. So uh, we can move on to the previews and for Saturday's game. And I guess we can start with um, Anaheim versus Ottawa. Who do you think takes this? Honestly, Anaheim's been playing a lot better. I think I have to go with them. Um, they definitely started to turn things around, and I definitely like the way this team's been playing. So I'm going to go with Anaheim here. All right. And uh, moving on to Los Angeles versus the Flyers. Who do you think takes this game? I think Philadelphia's lost something like 13 in a row or whatever. Um, at this point, I got to trust L.A. Um, they've been up and down, but they're still, they've still been playing pretty decent. I definitely like what I've seen from them, so I'm going to go with the Kings. And uh, moving on to Winnipeg versus the St. Louis Blues, who do you think takes this game? I want to see the Jets get a win, but I just really can't pick against St. Louis. They've been really strong at home, so yeah, uh, give me the Blues. All right. And uh, moving on to San Jose versus Florida. Uh, who do you think takes this? Uh, Florida at home, you can't really pick against them. I might have to go with the Panthers here. Uh, and uh, moving on to Edmonton versus Montreal. Uh, do you think Montreal can get a win here? There's a chance, but I think the Oilers have been playing better as of late. So I think I, I prefer to trust Edmonton in this game. All right. And moving on to the Leafs versus Detroit. Um, do you think the Leafs can extend their win streak? I think they can. They've been playing uh, pretty well as of late. Detroit's coming off a back-to-back heading into this game. Um, Even though Detroit is pretty decent at home, I still like Toronto here. All right. And uh, we have Vegas versus uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Do you see Tampa Bay extending their streak? Yeah, I think they should be able to. Tampa Bay's been playing pretty solid. Vegas, uh, they've been playing pretty good as well, but I still think Tampa Bay is the better team here. All right. And uh, moving on to New Jersey versus Carolina. I guess um, we can see Carolina holding on to the win streak. Yeah, I think so. Um, barring any setbacks or maybe a goalie like Anderson not starting or something. Uh, as long as everyone's in the lineup, yeah, I'm going to take Carolina. Sure. And uh, moving on to Buffalo versus Arizona. Who do you think takes this? Oh, I, I might like the Coyotes here. Um, I know Buffalo's sort of favored in this game. Yeah, Coyotes have been looking better as of late. Give me the Coyotes. And moving on to the last game on slate for Saturday, we have Vancouver versus the Calgary Flames. Uh, do you think uh, the Flames can get a win? I might actually like Vancouver here. To be honest, they have been playing a lot better. They've been getting goal scoring. Uh, this game's going to be tight. I mean, Vancouver is the underdog, so I think that they have 
definitely have a good chance to win. I also think we missed one game, Seattle at the New York Islanders. Um, and yeah, for that one, I think the New York Islanders are probably going to bounce back. Um, it was a tough loss for them against the Kings. So I think I'll go with the Islanders for that one. All right. Sounds good. So I guess uh, we're about at the end of the podcast. So do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I guess just looking at the NHL standings, um, the way things are shaping out, if you look at the East, I think top eight, we've talked about this, they're pretty much set in stone at this point. I think Boston in the second wild card spot has a nine point lead ahead of Detroit. So things are sort of sort of shaping out there for the top eight in the East. But I guess moving to the West, it's pretty much a grid locked from the second wild card down. I think between what is it, Calgary and Winnipeg, there's like what six teams there all separated by five points or something. It's insanely packed. If one team goes on a hot stretch, they can definitely uh, take that second wild card spot out right from Calgary. So yeah, all these teams um, fighting for position. You got Calgary, you got Dallas, San Jose, Edmonton, Vancouver, Winnipeg, and maybe even Chicago, if they win enough games, they're not too far as well. So um, yeah, definitely really tight there in the West. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried for Calgary. Um, they're again, they're in an okay spot, but it could be a lot better. Um, they haven't really been performing too well. They previously had, um, I guess, a winning record on the road, but um, it's been a little bit rough for them. So I'm hoping that they find a way to kind of uh, improve and make the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. They have played some less games than teams behind them, which is beneficial, but you got to win those games you have in hand uh, or else they're not really games in hand. So um, yeah, Calgary definitely needs to play well over the next little stretch. Sure. And uh, that about concludes um, this episode for um, Everything NHL. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a like, leave us a review. Give us your thoughts on the NHL season so far. If you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify and you can follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. If you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you next week.